Leaves at Chelsea Blue now, true and true. What a game. What a game. And Jaden Kaczarski. It is four. What an extraordinary first half Sydney FC have had. Out of sight before the break. And here is Russo again. And Ford. Three goals in nine minutes. Russo finding Ford, and that's brilliant. Peter Wilson is coming down in his direction, headed to Rooney, a shot coming in. Welcome to the global game for Paramount Plus. The A League is where stars are made. Every round, every game, live only on Paramount Plus. Here are your hosts, Alex Brosk and Simon Hill. Yes, hello again. Good to be back in the chair for the Global Game. My thanks to Daniel Garb for sitting in last week as I battled a little bout of COVID. All good now. Another busy week on and off the field for football here in Australia. Here's what's coming up tonight. The Socceroos begin their World Cup quest against Bangladesh and Palestine. We'll speak to big Harry Sutar about the journey ahead. Sydney FC return to form on the back of their new coaching appointments. Their skipper, Luke Bratton, joins us. We'll review the rest of the A-League men's action and the off-field stuff as Perth Glory's takeover collapses. Alicia Carnavas on a big coaching change at Brisbane Raw and the retirement of an icon in the women's game. Spencer Pryor will talk us through that crazy eight-goal thriller between Chelsea and Manchester City in the Premier League. And Paul Williams looks ahead to the rest of the regional World Cup qualifying action in Football Asia. It's all to come between now and 10 o'clock on the Global Game right here on SEN. Yeah, great to have your company this uh, Tuesday evening. Lots of football chat to come over the next two hours. Of course, we always welcome your interaction. Give us a call, 1300 011170 or text us 0457 736 736 or you can send us a tweet at Global Game SEN. Good to see you, the two Alexis. Did you miss me? We did. Welcome back, mate. Very much. <laughs> Garby so. did a good job, though. He did. It was good fun with Garby here. You How you feeling, mate? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I've had worse hangovers, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and plenty of them. Um, <laughs> interesting week of action. And uh, we should mention the anniversary of the Socceroos World Cup qualification for the first time. 1973. Great to hear that little piece of commentary there with the legendary Martin Royal and I think Tommy Anderson. Yep. Brilliant. Isn't it? I love hearing that old commentary. It's the same as England's in 66. It's got that sort of, I think it should have more resonance here than it it probably does. But um, yeah, the more we give it play like that, the Socceroos did a a great job across their media during the week of um, of celebrating and and really elevating that moment because it is such a special one and one that probably gets lost amongst everything that's happened more recently. And Martin Royal, who I met many years ago, sadly no longer with us, but uh, a lovely guy, uh, ABC uh, mm. commentator as he was uh, back in the day. I think he should be revered, the same as Kenneth Wilsonholm is in, in the UK, because he was the pioneer, the same as the players on the field. Terrific broadcaster and a thoroughly nice man he was as well. Uh, all right, let's get into it with Starter for Five. 
Here we go. Question one, Alex Brosk. The Super League rears its head once again. It'll fail again. It's nothing new. Or this time, I think it will go through. Uh, well, it is starting to worry me a little bit. You asked me this not long ago, and yeah. I thought it was dead and buried. It wouldn't happen. The fans and, and the clubs had their say, um, and they just wouldn't allow it. But we keep talking about it, and that's uh, the concerning part. And when you've got you know Real Madrid president um, saying that it's more crucial than ever to set up something like that, then uh, it, it is concerning. I think the change has come about because I think they challenged the UEFA ruling, didn't mm. they, in, in the Swiss courts or, or some European courts. And they ruled that UEFA could not have a monopoly on the organisation of football competitions across Europe, which sort of opens the door a little bit. I guess their biggest problem is, is that the Premier League clubs who originally signed up to it um, have given their vow to the Premier League mm. that they will not leave. So, I mean, they can't play in both. I think they'd like to. Mm. Oh, yeah, they would. Of course they <laughs> yeah. would. Imagine the money they'd be raking in. Yeah. It'd be astronomical. Yeah. be a next level of anything they're getting at the moment. Look, I've said, you know, if my team, Manchester City, goes in the Super League, mm -hmm. I'm done. Wow. And that's a big thing that's for me to massive, say, but yeah, yeah. I could not, in all honesty, support that. I, I think that would be the thin end of the wedge. It does seem to, to have a sense of inevitability with uh, around it, though. Mm. I mean, the more it gets spoken about, um, look, hopefully this court ruling, um, you know, goes in our favour, in football's favour, and we don't see this ever again. Well, I think the court rule has already said that they can do it, theoretically, but okay. uh, whether they can get the agreements of, of the other clubs, particularly the Premier League clubs. Anyway, it's a watch this space. Uh, question two, Mulchi, the national second division makeup is to be announced on Monday. Uh, the saviour of the game is a second tier, or no, it'll help, but it's not the panacea. Well, it's definitely not the panacea, but uh, as we've spoken about many times on this program, it it, it is the... The bridge between the A-League and, I guess, old football, but yep. now the state leagues. And, and that's what we need, a proper pyramid that teams can be promoted and relegated from. And until we have a national second division, there's nowhere to relegate teams to. There's also It's also very difficult to promote teams straight from a state competition yep. into the national league. No, you so, can't do that. Yeah, this is the bridge between. It's it's not the be-all and end-all, but, uh, yeah, it's good to hear that things are moving forward, and I can't yeah. wait to hear the, the announcement of the clubs that will be taking part next Monday. Let's get it up and running mm. and get it working, yep. and then hopefully in a few years' time we'll have that promotion relegation. I think it would be a brilliant thing for our of competition, to be brutally honest. Uh, question three, Broski, Glory's takeover collapses. It shows that now is not the time to expand. Or, no, bringing in new clubs will help the brand. Uh, well, it shows a few things. I think that if we can get buyers to take these clubs, which we're hearing those that some news is, is imminent, um, you know, we want them not only to take these licences, but more importantly, be able to keep them. What mm. we've seen with the Jets and Perth and, and, and other clubs, uh, the Raw, we, we don't want to see. Um, but growth is definitely good for the game. So I think if we can add more teams, it gives more opportunities to youngsters coming through. It only betters our game, I think. But it also highlights the borderline uh, stupidity, I'm going to call it, with the people running our game to announce a sale before it had taken place. I mean, how this ends up being, this ends up being embarrassing. Yeah. Right? We had a sale, we're celebrating like, a, like it was done, and now we're here talking about the fact that it isn't. Well, well, I asked this question of the APL during the week. Why, why did you announce it if the, if the money wasn't in the bank? Now, uh, apparently this is the protocol. In any 
a business transaction, and that's fine. And it's unfortunate that it's fallen through. But what I will say is that, you know, football is not a normal business. Mm. If Harry Jones Biscuit Company is sold and then three weeks down the line it falls through, nobody really cares apart from, you know, a small amount of people. (laughs) And Harry. (laughs) Uh, But people do care about football clubs. They're very emotionally invested in them. And I I think that's why you have to be very careful. And look, you know, maybe they tried to be, but it baffles me that it was announced and they were doing interviews, they were posing with Perth Glory shirts on, and, and clearly that, you know, the money wasn't in the bank. Um, and I just think, you know, that this transactional nature, if you like, um, is is not good for the game. No. Uh, you know, we saw this with the grand finals sale. You can't forget about the fans who are impacted mm. upon this. And Perth Glory fans are, are rightly very frustrated mm. with this. Um, now, hopefully they'll find somebody else pretty quickly. The, the, the other worry is that Quarter Mentor, the company that had, you know, charged with finding a buyer, they're selling Newcastle Jets yeah. as well. Yep. So Jets fans are now a bit concerned about That's what's right. going That's on. Right. So, yeah, again, hopefully lessons are learned, but, uh, you know, the, the, the fans are the most important ones. Uh, question four, Mulchie, we just talked briefly about this. 50-year anniversary of the Socceroos' first mm. World Cup qualification. The annual award should be renamed the Rally Rasic Coach of the Season, or no, a statue would be more fitting. It stands to reason. I'm not... Here or there, or the statues. I think the, the yeah, did the you go award, to Scottish there? Yeah, I'm nor here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I can uh, cross continents sometimes. No, I think the coach of the season award would be a fantastic tribute to Raleigh. He didn't coach in the A League though, did he? That's the only thing, I guess. But, you know, doesn't he's, matter. He's he's the pioneer, yeah. and he coached in the NSL for yeah. plenty of time. So I know I wouldn't have yeah plenty of times. So I wouldn't have any problem with that. I think that'd be a perfect way to pay tribute to Raleigh. Um, had a couple of Met him a couple of times and just a, a lovely, lovely man yes. and uh, obviously a fantastic football coach. Sure was. Uh, question five. Broski, Nestor Kunda reportedly on his way to Bayern for around about three million. That's what we hear. For his talent, that's the right fee, fee or it's nowhere near enough. We're practically giving them away for free. Is it? Is that three million pound? I read it was three million pounds. Yeah. So it's what, five yeah. point something uh, Approaching million? six million yeah. AUD. Okay. What's yeah. our record... Oh, this will smash it out of the water. And smash it, right? Yeah. So I, I don't understand people kicking up a stink about the fact that we. this is hardly giving it away for free. I mean, Bayern Munich is a big club, but he's... I guess in global terms, youngsters are now moving for 10, 15. I'll, I'll bring up the case of Ryan mm. Brewster, who went to your club, yes, uh, to Mulchie, to Sheffield United, United, from Liverpool. I don't think he played a Premier League game. And he was about 20, 25 million. Right. I wouldn't advise spending that much money on a player. (laughs) He's not done much for us. Yeah. The thing is, is these clubs, they do it. They go all over the world and and try and scout for for players um, in in countries like ours that, that, you know, football potentially isn't the main game and try and find bargains. I I do think we're probably getting a little bit – some people are getting naive. I think this is an incredible amount of money for a kid who's played 30-odd games. Yes, he's got – the world at his feet, according to us, right? But we don't know what, what Bayern Munich are looking at. I think the bigger the fee, though, and I'll, this is my only point on this, is that it, it actually protects the player a little bit because the more that the club has to invest in a player, the more they're going to theoretically Absolutely. take care of it. Absolutely. Um, and hopefully, you know, develop him into a good player, which he is already. Mm. Uh, we wish him all the best anyway, if that's where he ends up. Uh, we're off to our first quick break. On the other side of it, we are going to talk to uh, Big Hazza, Socceroos defender, Harry Suter. 
You're listening to The Global Game for Paramount+. Plus. The A-League is where stars are made. Every round, every game. Live only on Paramount+. Plus. And for schnitz. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels made fresh. Made just for you.